I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you gonna do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up. going on everybody it is coach greg adams the notorious cga back up in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang for being here being involved and being active on this youtube channel and welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel in the building shout out to you man appreciate y'all for being here all right i hope you enjoyed it it's a new intro it's an old intro but a new intro that i brought back uh that was a, a clip that uh we recorded at the cme last year when i was a participant and speaker all right but uh anyway man shout out to you guys man we got a great topic uh this is a question is the pendulum it's the pendulum swinging back in regards to the damage that has been done in the de-evolution of our society, is it swinging back now? Are we going more conservative? Conservative? Is this a correction event? Now, some of you guys know that I'm the author of the book, De-Evolution. Um, you can pick that up on Audible. You can pick that up on Amazon. I do swell, sell quite a few copies of that one. That one doesn't get reviewed as much. My main book is The Free Agent Lifestyle. Um, I'm the author of the book, The Evolution, in which I had told you guys, I told you guys that there was a particular time in our country 
where the pendulum swung in the opposite direction. And what I would say is an overcorrection between the genders, all right? Or you would could say there was an agenda war in which the divide and conquer strategy was casted upon us, casted upon us by people particularly looking to ruin what you would call the Republic of America, all right? The last great bastion of hope, the wealthiest society, almost one of the wealthiest societies here in the world where people take first world problems and we make them, uh, we basically uh, poop on anybody that lives in the third world, all right? So we look at ourselves and we look at ourselves. Our poor people are the richest people. We have great opportunities here, prosperity here for a lot of people who don't have or make more excuses than a nun. You have the opportunity to become very, very wealthy in a short term by just changing your mindset. But a lot of people have a monkey on their back that prohibits them from doing so. And thus, they must create uh, agendas and they must drive in division in order for them to get what they want. And so what happened is in the book, I identified several laws that basically took form of legislation in the 70s, in the 1970s, that took the pendulum from where women were disadvantaged. And I will admit they faced great disadvantages, but we overcorrected. And now, some 70 years late, some 50, 40 years later, we're in a situation where men believe that they are disadvantaged. There's disadvantage in paternal rights, father's rights, parenting rights, child support. They're disadvantaged in the family court. They're disadvantaged in marriage. They're disadvantaged in the workplace. They're disadvantaged in just about every uh, particular instance that you can think of. And despite the fact that we're voicing our opinions and we face great censorship, for simply voicing our opinions about what we see and we hold a magnifying glass and we hold people accountable. We don't want people playing the fence between accountability and saying that they're victimized, right? Or they're saying that they're strong and independent, but yet don't want to be accountable. We're basically holding a mirror to society. And that's what I do here on this show without any cursing. I don't tell anybody. Uh, I don't curse people out. I do describe people in great lengths. So people may get offended by my description description of people, but I actually come out here to have a dialogue with you, basically a one-sided dialogue. Nope. Right. <laughs> nope. Nope. And I tried to express my opinion on how we need to get this back in the opposite direction. I believe, especially with what we just heard about Roe v. Wade, we're going to visit this in a minute. And there's some other laws that are coming down the pipe that would suggest to you that potentially the pendulum might be swinging the other way after 60, 70 years of what you would call feminism, right? Second wave and third wave feminism. Potentially what we're going to see here, and I, guys, I want you to hold on to your hat. If you believe your interactions with women have been awkward in the last decade or two, Think about what your interactions are going to be with them going forward. It's going to be awkward, uh, especially if they are identifying as a liberal. It doesn't matter what race they are. If they are progressive or liberal, they're going to be taking massive amount of L's here. And in that, they're going to think that they are going back to what they call the handmaid's tail. All right. Speaking of tail. All right. We're going to talk about some tail. But here's the handmaid's tail. And a lot of them will reference this particular movie in which. You know, um, if you watch the show, I didn't watch the show completely, but uh, women were basically brought back to a period of where they had no rights. They had to be forced to birth uh, uh, babies and, you know, a lot of selective breeding and all of those things. Uh, they think that we're going to turn the, 
back to that, but I have some news for you. People have already been pushing you towards that. You just didn't know it, all right? But that's neither here or there. Shout out to the Handmaid's Tale that everybody thinks that, you know, they think, hey, it's going to push me back. Uh, if you're a, if you're a, um, if you're a product of a single mother, I'm pretty sure they're going to be upset here over the next year or two. Uh, everybody knows that the Supreme Court, the balance of the Supreme Court favors conservatives. This is why they've been trying to pack the court. And as a result, uh, the laws that they make today are going to have long ranging consequences for the next 50 years. This is why I think the pendulum is going to be swinging back slightly, slightly. Don't think that this is going to be your savior for men. However, uh, people don't know this is the significance of Donald Trump's presidency. People don't realize you think that people just hated his mean tweets. This is how people, this is how Mickey Mouse you are, but you've been convinced by certain people that he's just a misogynist and he's a mean tweeter. All right, but that wasn't what Donald, that wasn't what the media and the people who are the uppity ups were upset about. That's not what Nancy Pelosi was upset about. What they were upset about was that he was going to put in three Supreme Court justices. I mean, two per, for sure. But then the notorious RBG died right at the end of his presidency for him to stick in a third uh, Supreme Court justice. And that for a long time, will change the dynamics of where this country is going to go in many cases. Although we cannot trust John Roberts all the time, you still have a particular 6-3 advantage at this moment, okay? So it's going to make a big difference. This is what they were upset about. And this is what the powers that be were upset about, that he was going to have that. Now, everybody has to know, he uh, was the replacement for Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was supposed to be in that office. And as a result, just think about the long-ranging consequences of the progression of the feminist movement. We all know that Hillary Clinton did identify as a feminist, and we're going to break her down here in a bit. She would have been the one to put in three Supreme Court justices. Okay? This is how significant this pendulum is swinging back. She would have put in three Supreme Court justices, and then what would the advantage have been at that particular point, we're talking about 7-2, 6-3 still in favor of the Democratic appointed Supreme Court justices. So this is what this is what we're talking about here. This is the significance of these things. And this is what, how, how I want men to look at it. I know, I know people are racist and all these things. I understand. All right. However, when we're talking about men's issues, we're strictly talking about from the men's perspective. Okay. That by itself is going to swing the pendulum for the next 40 or 50 years, okay? It's going to swing the pendulum, but do not get excited. It's not going to correct it. It's just going to make it, uh, this is going to make more animosity between men and women, all right? That's all it is. But yeah, Coach Radamus strikes again. You know I do it around here. All right, so this is how you can contribute to the show if you're confused, if you're like, hey, wait a minute. What is going on with the Super Chats? Well, the Super Chats have been turned off, all right? Super Chats have been turned off on this particular show. I didn't turn them off. Somebody else turned them off because um, there was a coordinated effort to silence a brother or at least um, not silence me, demotivate me, de-inspire me to continue to put this message out, okay? And as such, even my sports channel took an L. Mm. So I had... 
conversations with people at the tube. And I said, what's going on here? Everybody can see what happened here. I have generic messages on channels that I barely even post to. I barely even post to them. And the posts that I post to them have nothing to do with the other channel. All right. The other channels are significantly different. I'm talking about sports over here with the slight angle, but there's only like 15, 20 videos over there. All right. There's no way that you found the same thing uh, in common with this other channel over here. All right. Same thing with the blue chip mindset channel. Most of it was motivation or inspiration. There might have been two videos that talked about women in relationships. All right. Only two. And I'm going, how in the world did that get severe? You see what I mean? So once I saw that those videos, those channels caught the same wrath as this channel and the main channel had already been in that way for the last six months, I was like, this is uh, this is coordinated. All right. This is coordinated. This is an effort to take down the head of the snake. Now, I don't know how you if you know how things work. It is the person who is speaking the most truth that gets shot down. All right. You don't see any of the other content creators getting shot down. They're letting you guys speak. And this is because you might have divided loyalties behind the scenes. But not CGA. Not CGA. CGA, he comes with the real. The head of the snake must be taken down. I'm the one that faces the most wrath here on this platform because I'm the one that's speaking the most truth. All right. You know that to be true. I got money. I don't even curse over here. I don't even curse. All right. I don't call women out of their names or nothing. <laughs> Some of these people got green light videos and all of that. And I'm sitting over here, ain't had a green lit video in four years. <laughs> so it is what it is. But the way you can support is that we're going to do our members for the people who got a refund email. A lot of people definitely got a refund email. If you got a refund email, you can support and take your members content because some uh, we had like probably hundreds of members. I don't even know. Um, but uh, if you want the members only content, go over to there. You see it right there. Coach Greg Adams local.com. Coach Greg Adams local.com. All right. Locals.com. Go over there and become a same thing as you did over there. All right. You're probably going to get a discount because I don't even know what the parameters are for support over there. All right. I just did something generic. Um, just to put the page up uh, about six months ago, and it's over there. So you can go over there and take your membership over there. All right, since they don't want your money. <laughs> um, Who else? Oh, on the Cash App. You can go on the Cash App right there, hashtag or cash dollar sign, CGA live in the building. Or you can go to anywhere, Venmo, Patreon, or, or PayPal, or whatever you want to do to let your voice be heard. To sponsors today's show so we already got a lot of people that have uh contributed so let me go through those contributions and then we're going to get right to the show where we start kicking and taking names all right here we go they have no answers nah man hey if, if anybody so content creators don't know anytime you talk to someone and you don't have you're not on the inside they basically just repeat what you just saw so you say you say um um, you just say, hey, you know what? What happened? Uh, I see this happen, and uh, I want an explanation. Then they chat you, and they basically just repeat, oh, yes, yeah, looks like this happened, and basically that happened. And I'm like, I saw that. You basically giving me an instant replay of what just happened. I saw that. How can I correct it? Well, uh, we don't know. Mm. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> oh, God. 
anyway, man, it's one of those things, man, dealing with these people over here. But shout out to Warhammer over on the Cash app. He says, this is Warhammer. Thanks for everything you do. And if you don't want me to read your government name, let me know. All right, I'll try to read the message first, and then I will uh, lend my support uh, or, or tell you who the supporter is. Shout out to Artisan3000. Appreciate you over there. Why they kill my YouTube membership? I have no idea. They don't want no money, I suppose. <laughs> they don't want the money. All right, we had a partnership. They were taking like 30% of my money anyway. <laughs> All right, what? who else? This is from, uh, we're going to call you W. Boyd. He says, keep fighting. This is what we do here. I think the message is more important than anything. So however the message needs to be gotten, it's going to be gotten. Free CGA says, Crump 1984, I believe it is. We're going to call him that. Appreciate you, man. Megatron says, super censorship, I feel you. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, it is what it is. I think, you know, why I, I try to do my best to make this message palpable and digestible and edible for the people who might be concerned. I even do this. I even before the show say, you know what? This show is not about hate nor harm. I'm not trying to violate people. I do try to bring some funny to the situation. And as such, I have to play the dozens. That's part of the situation here. But I look at a lot of YouTube channels here, and they literally, literally go way beyond where I go. I'm sitting there like, holy crap. People talking about succeeding and swallowing naked yoga. I mean, I'm seeing crazy stuff on here. Girls twerking. and I'm like, what is going on? Now, I know some of them face some censorship, too. But I'm like, this is going beyond. This is going way beyond where I go. I keep it back. This is a family show. This is a family show. This is what we do over here. I even tell you, viewer discretion is advised. You're choosing to watch this content. You were warned. You're might not going to want to hear my feelings on this one or my facts. Who else is in here? Uh, those are it so far. All right. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. We got a couple more cash apps. We're going to call you uh, Gourmet. We're going to call you Gourmet. He says, CGA makes my day over on the cash app. I appreciate you, Gourmet. Class E Beats. He says, will the money mindsets be on local too? No, uh, money mindsets are on, only over on Patreon. Um, over on, Only over on Patreon. So uh, if you want money mindset, that's the $50 tier over on Patreon per week. That's if you're in your business mindset and you want to definitely um, get into the business mindset of uh, getting yourself separated from this so-called matrix. Robert Q is in the building. I got to check over on PayPal what the exact messages is, so I'm going to come back to that. Last two, Tarlo says, have to support my coach. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, it is crazy, but it's not something that I did not anticipate as well. So everybody knows people are like, oh, what's going to happen? You're going to get evicted and your Porsche going to be gone. No, I mean, that's not going to happen. However, however, uh, it does change the way things, that, how I approach things, how I approach doing this. But there are ways to move around it and work around it. We just don't have a partner anymore in this particular thing. We're on our own. On my own. YouTube doesn't get 30% anymore. All right. As, as, it, as a result. Also, Subscribe to my other channels, right? So, you know, things can change dynamically over here. 
And the new channel coming up is the Notorious CGA channel. All right. Where are we at here? A couple more, and then we'll get out of here. Did I get classy beats? I did. Uh, and then Mr. Con Mr. Q got me uh, on the PayPal. I'll read the PayPal messages in a bit. So I'll come back to that. All right, let's get to the show today. Uh, today's show, we're going to talk about what happened recently with Roe v. Wade. But before we do that, before we do that, we'll get to that conversation. But we're going to break down some of the other things that have been happening that tells us that the pendulum is going to start to swing in a more, in a more, um, how should I say it, in a more rational, logical way that our community was built in the uh, previously. So look at what's going on with the student loan debt. Now, I've said earlier, the idea that we're celebrating more women in the workplace is fine. I don't, I don't try to stop women from working. I don't try to get women to marry. I'm not trying to get women back on the plantation. That ship is sailed. And I think they've been sold some fool's gold because while we're celebrating that, we're also seeing that the majority of them or the major majority of the student loan debt is being handled by them. So here is student loan debt ticks higher as the future of loan forgiveness remains uncertain. So while we're celebrating that, we're also looking at them uh, cr basically crying and complaining to politicians who are pandering to them because they have a upcoming election that they don't want to perform bad in. And so they're dangling the carrot of we're going to forgive student loan debt. Now, that's going to get them tied back in to start putting them votes back into the Democratic Party, right? Because they promised that they were going to do it, but then they held out and they waited to the midterm elections in which they're going to have to steal a couple of uh, House seats. And now they're dangling this carrot back out there. So I find it awkward that we're constantly celebrating strong and independent and empowered women. But then we're also saying, poor them, let's cancel student loan debt, right? People have to pay attention to these details. This is 100% true. And it says right here, you got Elizabeth Warren the conservative turned Republican. She's also known as Pocahontas in the sectors of the politics here. And I'm not getting political, but we need to talk about this. Biden could wipe out 30 million uh, student loan borrowers debt loads, loads, by the way, pause with a $50,000 debt relief. What? What about the people who paid off their student loan debt? I've certainly have paid off in 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 uh, excess of fifty thousand dollars. Do I get a check? Do I get a check? No. What about the people who paid for their college or their parents paid for the college? Do they get a check back? Or we're just going to wipe off the people who couldn't pay the debt back? All right. But he could wipe out thirty million dollars in uh thirty million student loan borrowers debt with a fifty thousand dollars debt relief, but ten thousand dollars would still turn a third of their balances to zero. So we're looking at potentially paying almost a trillion dollars in student loan debt as opposed, but but we're, we're probably not going to do that because Biden's already swiped away at that. He was like, oh, hell no. We ain't doing no $50,000 in debt relief. That's not going to happen. This is what Biden's saying, but he may be under the gun because the Democrats don't fare, uh, aren't predicted to fare well in this upcoming midterm election. So he might have to put out that $50,000 wipeout and they're definitely going to put pressure on him, but he doesn't see that coming. He'll have a solution, and this is why they kept pushing out the student loan repayment, oh, June, oh, August, September, October, all right? And before they get you to start paying again, they're going to have to take down that student loan debt. I anticipate a 10K takedown. 
even a 10K takedown doesn't help two-thirds of the student loan borrowers. And at that particular point, these people have been had. And you're going to see another revolution. You're going to see a revolution. People start marching to the Supreme Court tomorrow because of Roe v. Wade. You're also going to see a revolution of these so-called strong and independents who are going to be upset at these politicians who they put into these offices. And they're not going to hold up to their promise of wiping out student loan debt. So these people are going to be in trouble now for another 10 years. Not only that, they can't go to the early termination Planned Parenthood anytime soon. All right. So you got a whole bunch of things happening that are going to affect you and your future relationship. Hey, I told you to do Biden. Now we done lost a damn vote. We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. Worshiping these people like they're fucking God. Ain't nobody worshiping them. But God damn it, Chris. We need somebody in there with motherfucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> for he vote independent. question what about people who didn't go to college because they couldn't afford it and they sat that out all right do they get a check i got questions the serious questions about this all right so the pendulum is swinging back so for the people who said yes i got my job i focused on my career so i could focus on my career these people aren't going to get the they're not going to get the thing that they desire the most meaning they're going to not get their slate wiped clean this is going to be problematic for you going to the future. And this is another sign of the pendulum swinging. I could go into details, but you have Republicans on the other side of this argument that are saying student loan debt forgiveness is an absolute disgrace. All right. So they're not, if they ever get into the position of power, it's never happening. All right. It's never happening. But this is a sign. What happens if these individuals can't get the uh, slate wiped clean? What happens if they do? Get the slate wiped clean. Do we continue in this movement towards progressive and chest thumping and strong and independence, which is basically showing out, playing out to be a myth? Because they're all clamoring and voting and telling you to do Biden to get it wiped out. Isn't that weird? That's definitely an indication that student loan debt, um, uh, the, the strong and independent thing is not exactly uh, true and it's being revealed. And this is, um, this is basically uh, the, the chickens coming home to roost. Here's another thing that people don't understand here before we get into Roe v. Wade. The mystery of the declining U.S. birth rate. There's no mystery here. The birth rate has been declining for way past the decade. All right. For nine out of the last 10 years, people want to blame it on C-19. It was, it was declining way before that. And I've been talking about this for three years. People know that the U.S. birth rate will not rebound it's not going to happen people aren't having babies like that they're not even getting together like that they are running to the early terminations of pregnancy places like Planned Parenthood which is mind-boggling people aren't having babies anymore but they're running and saying they we must defend their right to to, to, to. I'm neither here or there I'm not pro-life or poor choice pro-choice poor choice pro-choice I'm not either I don't have a position because then you get into the conversation of what's right and what's moral, what's legal and all of this thing. 
Sometimes it depends on the circumstances. Again, I have a teenage daughter, although I would probably say it ain't right to be doing what we're doing. Um, if she came in here and said she was knocked up, I'd be over here like this. Uh, Planned Parenthood, here we go. Right? So I'm kind of somewhere in between, although I know people have been using it for birth control, and that's not a good thing. All right? There's many ways to do things before you even get to that point. And have you ever noticed this? I got to go full screen. If you look at the people who are upset about this decision recently, it's always the people that you ask, why are you even worried about it? Right? You actually look at them and you'd be like, okay, who knocked you up and had to make you go get, like, that's how I always look at that. <laughs> Maybe they just care about women's rights. I get it. I find, but sometimes I'll be looking like, why are you even worried about it? Why? Like, nobody's knocking you up. Nobody, if somebody knocked you up, I want to know who it is. That's the answer that I want to know. I don't care what you do at that particular point. Show me the man who knocked you up. Mm. We'll get into Margaret Sanger in a minute. But look at the birth rate. And so when people make positions on this early termination argument, the reason why they're doing so is they, they see there's a problem with the birth rate and that we're beyond replacement levels. I'm not going to go into the whole conversation again because I've done it so many times. But it's a concern for people who want to preserve the Republic of America or keep the citizenship going. You want to keep the party going? We got to have babies. So some of the most conservative states are also saying, yeah, we got to have some babies. All right, because we can't keep this going. We can't depend on the immigrants to come in here. And keep the population going. We must have babies. This is what their position that they're taking. And they are targeting the people who are going to the early terminations of pregnancies, right? They're, they're targeting them, which is not 100% their fault. However, if you look at the massive amount of numbers of people doing it, it's absolutely mind-boggling the amount that, of times that this is happening. And for the reasons it's happening, right? They're using it as a form of birth control, which which is quite concerning for a lot of people. But the pendulum, as long as this birth rate continues to decline, to decline, the pendulum's going to swing in favor of a conservative approach. I'm sorry, that's the way it goes. Okay, that's the way it goes. Here's another indication that the pendulum might be swinging the other way. This goes into father's paternal rights, his right to know if he is, is in fact, the parent of that child. In our country... There is no law against paternity fraud. We're talking about laws against women, but about the laws against men. There is no law that says a man has a right to the child or to right to know if the child is his or if he has been told that the child was his and then later find out that the child is not his. He's off the hook financially. There's no laws to protect men, but there are bills being pushed through in several states that are saying it could be mandatory for unmarried fathers to take a DNA test before they sign a birth certificate in order to prove he is the father. Now, feminists would be vehemently against this particular bill. Why? Because it allows the paternity fraud to go forward. It doesn't protect the men's rights and it keeps the rights to uh, for him, for, for, for her to take finances in order to support the kid. But as long as you see this particular approach the more you start to see that this particular movement that we've been going through, and if I say particular one more time, take a shot. <laughs> the, 
this could be a situation where the pendulum swings in the favor of men who are the responsible ones. Let's not talk about the Pookies and Ray Rays, okay? But unmarried fathers should be able to understand if they are the father of that child or not. If they are the pappy, it could protect men's rights. Now, going forward here, we're going to go into the Supreme Court situation here uh, in a second, and this is going to be hard conversation. This is going to be hard conversation because we will touch on some things that people don't want to talk about. But I'm not afraid to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. I know you guys want to intimidate me. You want to kick me. You want to uh, demotivate me. I know you want to do that. But this is not what I do over here. I don't operate and I don't operate by fear. I can't, I can't not keep delivering this message because you're uncomfortable with the content. But I gotta keep to the contributors. I gotta kick you guys down. Um, people are this is uncomfortable conversation, but oddly enough, if you have the opinions that I have, the best way people see fit to do uh to quiet is to censor. And I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying something that you must think about. All right, so let's get in here. Before I start singing, we got to do a couple of more cash apps in the building. Thank you for the support, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we got um, shout out to Mr. C73 over there on the cash app. He says, get your money, coach. The studio is next. Oh, man, I had some plans for next month. <laughs> I mean, if you guys know, because I'm there's going to be some changes going on in my life. All right, going on. There's been some changes. If you've been on my members live stream, I've been sharing a little bit about what's going on in my private life that are going to force some changes. Although these changes are going to happen and then people are going to say you only did that because of the situation you're facing here on YouTube. And that's not that's not going to be true. But of course, you can run wild with it like Hulkamania if you want to. All right. But. I'm making changes in my life, all right? And a, a lot of times when you're making changes, the spirit that wants you to be scared of these changes will show up. And this is just what I know, all right? And so you're gonna make a big change. The change that I'm gonna make in my life is big, all right? It's pretty big. It's, it's kinda, it's gonna, it's gonna change the dynamics of a lot of things. And when that happens, when that happens, the spirits know it's going to happen and they throw things in your way to try to prevent you um, prevent you from doing so. These are good changes. These aren't bad changes. So these are changes that were going to move me forward. And when that happens, people put, you know, not people, the spirit of fear puts things in your place to try to get you to not make that change. So no, I'm not getting married. No, I didn't knock anyone up. I'm just making some changes where you'll see what's going on. All right. So if you've been following me, you've seen some of the things that I've been doing over the past couple of weeks that kind of give you a hint of what's coming. All right. Somebody says I'm getting married. Come on, man. Y'all crazy. All right. Let's stop messing around here. Uh, who else is on the cash app for ninja watching? We're going to call you boob. Boob for Ninja watching. Shout out to you. Thank you on the cash app. Simon Small is in the building back on the cash app. All right. We can say your name. He sent me from the Great Britain. He sent me some pounds from Great Britain. All right. Takeem Hilton says, you can say my full name, coach. Free agent for life. I, I knew I could say your full name, your full government name in the building. Somebody says the truth is more dangerous than prawn. We're going to call you Mario over there. Mario, Mario. The truth is more dangerous than prawn. 
in our society today, the truth is more dangerous than anything. They will let you be influenced by just about anything and they will call it safe. But when you start telling the truth, they start to panic. They be like, right? They start to panic when they hear truth. They will let you smoke, vape. They will let you sit up there and get assaulted. They will let you go out to nightclubs, booty naked. They will let you go out there um, and go into debt and end up homeless. They'll let you smoke the weed out and crack. They will let your kids watch porn. They will let you prawn. They will let your kids change their whole damn identity by the age of three. They will let you do anything but listen to the truth. <laughs> They'll let you do anything. But listen to this truth. They'll let you out here terminate your whole damn legacy. They'll let you get married against the face of the family court industrial, the family, the military, the family court industrial complex. They'll let you do anything. They'll let you shoot up. They'll let you, they'll let you do anything in this world. But walk the line of truth. Oh hell no, we ain't gonna do that. No, no sir, no sir. We're not gonna do any of that. They'll let you shoot your neighbor. They'll let you black on black crime. They'll let you carjack. They'll let you uh, assault police officers and get shot. They'll let you do any damn thing and they'll stick up for you. <laughs> they'll let you start an OnlyFans. They'll, set you, they'll let you duck sick for a stack. They'll let you do anything. But here's some truth. Isn't that weird? I mean, you would think I would be over here facing all kind of problems if I was sitting up in here marching in the streets, kicking down uh, windows at the Foot Locker and looting it. You think that's the way I get treated? That's what you think I would be doing out here. <laughs> Somebody says, my opinion on termination is wrong. There is no right or wrong on this situation. There is no right or wrong in the situation, all right? It's your opinion versus my opinion. Just because I have a different opinion doesn't mean I'm wrong. You can say you disagree. It's okay to disagree. Like gentlemen, we can disagree like gentlemen and move forward. However, when I kick you down some facts, the facts from where I stand, then you can see why I have the opinion that I have. All right, let's get let's continue here. Harold Lagermi, he says, uh, you will not be silenced. We will not be silenced. Now they could try to silence me, but listen, there's a lot of places where I can go to kick this information. <laughs> it's all good. All right, XL Pro Services in the building. He says, uh, Coach Gang, salute. We in the building. Thank you, sir. Who else? Marcus. Well, wait a minute. Let me make sure uh, I can't say. We're going to call you M. Ryan. Well, I already gave it away. He says, keep pushing P. This is what we do over here. We push that P and some peace leave. Who is this here? Um, I got a message from a doctor, right? But it's a doctor for my appointment. I almost read it out, right? So that would have gave me some personal information that I didn't want you to have. Like I got the itchy scratchy. Just kidding. <laughs> I got money. All right. Uh, who is this right here? He says, look at the background of that case. They're hiding. 
Mm, which case? Uh, the, the termination case? It's going to be interesting. I don't know everything about it. Uh, shout out to who else is on the Cash App. Oh, somebody sent me back some money. Shout out to Avery over there on the Cash, on, on the PayPal. Appreciate you. Loud Pockets is again on the Cash App. Boy, we got them rolling in here. YouTube, you got you could have got y'all a cut of this. <laughs> y'all got to got, you could have got you a cut. You out. All right, so shout out. James said, who hurt YouTube? <laughs> I'll, hold on for a second. And that's you. Who hurt YouTube? Yeah, man. Somebody got some hurt feelings. Your boy, Scoop. They can't stop this truth. Whether they want to or not, they can't stop it. But again, during, a, during an election year, the most powerful voices will be quelched. It will be tamped down. And this is going to, you content creators, you better hold on to your hats. Um, You better save some money. Whatever you're getting in, in terms of your partnership here, you better put away for a rainy day because they're going to come for your neck too. Don't think it's just me, but some of you guys are Illuminati. <laughs> There's somebody in here that really wants my attention, but the way you can get it, and I'm done with you, you literally have, you literally have ways that you can get this information. Now, if you just want to stay in the live chat and argue amongst yourself, all right, and agree amongst the people here, go ahead and do so, but do not come on here and think you're going to get my attention. You got it once, and I gave your ass another half a piece of attention, but if you don't if you don't come on here and drop no coin to make your opinion heard, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. <laughs> so all you're doing is cheap-ass talking. Put your money where your mouth is or be over there and get ignored. Now, listen, do not delete him. Do not delete him because he has the right to speak. But he's only talking in small points and not making a point. Nor is he backing his money, putting his money where his mouth is. He's just saying, I'm wrong and he's not right. He's not making complete sense. So he just wants attention. And we know where that's coming from. But let the broke ninjas do what they do. All right. Shout out to Don Papo. Thank you, coach, for putting the truth out. That's what we do here. Thank you, Don Papo. One of the original coach gang members in here. And Justin Gonzalez, we can say his name because we already know he's said his name here before. Generous sponsorships. Thank you, everybody, man. I'm going to get to the PayPals in a minute. Let me get back to the show for people came to watch. All right. Uh, the position that has been taken on this particular case is should not be a surprise. Never in the history of the Supreme Court has a pre-decision or a draft, first draft, been leaked to the media. But in this case, it's been leaked to the media. And listen, this is a big deal. Don't think that this is not a big deal. The position that they're taking on this particular issue is going to have long-ranging effects, positive or negative. This could lead people to take some dangerous consequences, dangerous, dangerous actions in order to do things like terminate, or they're going to have to move states, and it's going to make it difficult. Not only that, the men who are don't want child support, men who don't want these issues, right? Division of family, you don't you want to protect your seed. This is going to be part of the situation right here. So if they don't get these things solved by early termination, it's going to affect men. So I want people to really understand that. You're telling people that they can't do this. This is why I'm somewhere in the middle. 
You're telling them that they can't do it, but we're also complaining about child support. We're also complaining about uh, division of family. We're also complaining about um, uh, paternity fraud. We're also want DNA testing mandatory. We, sometimes you got to pick and choose your battles. Because if you don't want to pay child support and the woman says, hey, I got to go ahead and get rid of this thing. And then you say that's the best thing for you. And then on the other end, you say it's bad to do. Well, which one do you want? Which one do you want? It's a really tough situation where a lot of people are somewhere stuck in the middle. I know a lot of people might say, oh, well, you know, a lot of women have been victimized or assaulted and then a baby was produced. Uh, if you look at the data, those are low, low reasons why people go get these. Very low. I mean, less than two or three percent of the people who get them do that. But that's neither here or there. Uh, just this Samuel Alito has always been this article is in, in 2006. When he took the position, when he replaced Sandra Day O'Connor, and I think um, George W. Bush put him in when Sandra Day O'Connor uh, was leaving her seat. Um, when he got in, everybody knew what, what he was going to do on this issue. Everybody was no, knew, uh, based on his past writings, what he felt about this situation. And now that it's come to this, he's taking the lead, and a lot of people are agreeing. Everybody knew that this was going to happen. This is the significance of then Donald Trump putting in three more justices, and they knew Roe v. Wade was going to be struck down. Potentially. They knew it was coming. So this is not a surprise. These are one of the things that if you know your history or if you know a little bit of history, you knew it was coming to this. And they knew too. This is why they needed Hillary Clinton to go in. This is why the media went crazy when Donald Trump got in, because they knew it was the end. It was almost the beginning of the end of Roe v. White. But if you look here, in a 1985 memo, before he was a Supreme Court justice, he took a specific position on this and basically saying the Supreme Court shouldn't be um, handling this. We should push it to the states. He didn't want to legalize it. And as a result, um, people didn't want him to take the Supreme Court seat. And they uh, right here, it says right here, Alito tells uh, committee chairman Arlen Specter that he'll approach termination rights with an open mind despite belief, beliefs he espoused in the 1985 memo. And Arlito says he has not always upheld restrictions on termination. But he also says in another piece here that I'm going to uh, read here, he says the Constitution does not protect rights to termination of pregnancy. The Constitution doesn't protect that. So he said that ain't on the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court's job is to protect the standing of the Constitution. That's it. Is this constitutional? No. Does this have anything to do with the constitutional? Yes or no. And then they vote their way and then they wash their hands. So he's saying this has nothing to do with us. This should be put into the hands of the people in the state. So, guys, uh, you have authority over who you elect in your state and locally. So thus you can decide via election in your state that you reside. He said, it's not on us. So this is where they were going. It says right here in 1985 memo, he says, uh, we disagree with Roe v. Wade right there. Uh, so this has been early on an Alito dissent in Planned Parenthood versus Casey case involves spousal notification. So uh, a lot of people have been saying, here, even a feminist author, Danielle Critterton believes Alito's confirmation could be the best thing that happened to termination of pregnancy debate in years. Well, we all know where that went. That went left for them. A termination rights advocate, Kate Michaelman, says Alito is out of touch with the realities of women's 
termination decisions and all that stuff. And this is an article way back in 2006 and even goes back to his memo in 1985. So everybody knew that this was going to happen. This day was coming. But I want to read something else. I want to read something else that I've been touching on for quite a long time. Justice Kavanaugh, you all know Brett Kavanaugh, the guy that was drinking beers and allegedly touching women that no one could prove. But they brought in some racial aspects to this particular decision. And I really want to read these things out because I put this article up yesterday. I touched on this, but I'm going to drive the point home. I'm going to drive this point home. So conservative, Justice Kavanaugh brought up Brown versus Board of Education on school segregation rights. Plessy versus Ferguson. Plessy versus Ferguson, in which that was um, basically in charge of, uh, I think it was a, a, a free man's act, all right? A, a man tried to get his freedom. And in this one, they also, Alito talks about the implications that allowing state to outlaw abortion under all par with ending legal racial segregation. Alito's draft opinion ventures even further in this racially sensitive territory by observing in the footnotes that some earlier proponents of termination rights also had, uh-oh, unsavory views in favor of eugenics. Who is this white woman down here looking like somebody's wife? I'm going to highlight this again. And I'm going to drive the point home. Again, I'm not arguing the moral or legal aspect of this. I am in between. I'm in the gray area. Alito, the man right here, Justice Alito, says here in his footnotes, in his first draft that was leaked to the media for the first time in history, he says right here, Alito's draft opinion ventures even further in this racially sensitive territory by observing in a footnote that some earlier proponents of termination rights also had unsavory views in favor of eugenics. Ay ay ay. Quote, some such supporters have been motivated motivated by the desire to suppress the size of the African American population. Alito writes, it is beyond repute that Roe has had that demographic effect. A high disproportionate percentage of aborted fetuses are black. But we don't want to talk about that. Mm. Alito writes that by raising the point, he isn't casting aspersions on anyone. For our part, quote, for our part, we do not question the motives of either those who have supported or those who have been opposed uh, to laws restricting terminations. The Alito also addresses concerns about the impact the decision could have on public discourse, which is going to be a problem because we're going to have this problem between the dynamics of uh, gender, right? It's going to further divide us. Unfortunately, this subject further divides us. But let's hit back on this. And I've been talking about this. Um, our population, especially of the melanated community is not very high in this country. I know people think, I know you live in Birmingham, Alabama. I know you live in Atlanta and you think that most of the country reflects the demographics of Atlanta and Birmingham and Washington, D.C. But that is not true. Okay. It is not true. 
I know I this can happen. You you live in the inner city of Chicago and Milwaukee, and you think everybody, every city looks like this. You think that everywhere you go in the country, it looks like this. It is not that way. Most of the country, you rarely see black folk. Most country, most places where you go, if you went to a school, I don't care what you went to Kansas City, you went to a school many times the population would be 1%, 2% of black folk. California does not have a high percentage of black folks, although you would, you see them and we have massive numbers of them, right? Because there's 40 million people here. But when you wiggle, when you wiggle it down statistically, we cover less than 5% in this country, in, in California, less than 5%. And depending on where you go, you would not even see one. You wouldn't even see a black person. There's places in Fresno you would go, you'd never see one. There's places in the San Fernando Valley you could go in the Ventura. You never see one. You might see one or two. You go somewhere in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Nebraska. You go somewhere in, in, in Oregon, in the sticks in Oregon, Idaho, Spokane. You won't see one. <laughs> but if you go, if you're from a place where there's a lot, where it's 15, 20, 30, 40%, you think there is a lot, uh, you think that reflects the country and it doesn't. So this is what people have to understand, right? You have to understand that that's the way it works. And so then the, the, the skew in opinion is going to be a certain way. I just say that to say, please understand that. Please understand that. All right. Now let's get back to the point on the eugenics part. If the populations are already small and they're decreasing, and this could be a reason why four times as many black children end up in this situation compared to any other race, then you can say potentially there might be something there. If, if we represent a small percentage of people in this country, but we're four times as likely to use these services, or let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If we're in a situation where in our community, every block has a gun shop, liquor store, Planned Parenthood. Gun shop, liquor store, Planned Parenthood. If we're in that situation, you must then say potentially, even though Judge Alito says, I don't cast aspersions on people's motives because that's not what he's here to do. He just identified this is having a problem in the black community or the African-American community. Then you have to ask the question, is that true? Is that turning out to be the result? Now, there's some people who think there's a plan to make black people less wealthy in this country. You think there's people that think people put crack in the community and guns in the community to harm black people, right? So Judge Alito's only highlighting that, hey, there's some nefarious efforts to uh, lower the population of this of particular group. Now you have to go, what's going on here? Is this another part of that? Well, let's take a look. We're going to put the disclaimer up. Let's take a look. I know this is going to hurt feelings, and I don't choose a side. Let's take a look. I'll read what Judge Alito says, and then I'll go back to what happened in this situation. I'll quote some people. It says here, Alito says, some supporters 
Some such supporters have been motivated by a desire to suppress the size of the African-American population. Alito writes, it is beyond repute that Roe has had that demographic effect. You got the lower birth rates. You also have the crime. You also have the, you know, the murder rates in some of these countries that you, cities that you brag about. You also have the economic disparity. And then you have this on top of that. And a high disproportionate percentage of these fetuses are black. Let's go ahead and look at this right here. Um, when they were moving, removing statues in 2020, when they were having riots or whatever you call them, protests, they, some people called for the removal of one particular statue, and I believe it was in New York. And the person that they wanted to remove their statue was a woman named Margaret Sanger. And it says, remove statues of Margaret Sanger, the so-called Planned Parenthood founder tied to eugenics and racism. Now, there's some people who fact check this, but we're going to read a couple of quotes that might get you to believe, wow, maybe there was something weird going on. And historically, we're going to look at it differently. How a woman who advocated for the selective breeding of her fellow citizens came to be memorial memorialized with those who built a country is hard to understand. So we hear this. We built this country. I can't deny that. But then we're also saying... This person had a this person had a plan in a Planned Parenthood to actually affect those who built this country. It says all across America, a video of activists attacking statues played on loops while political leaders voiced their support for removing all reminders of people whose personal histories put them in a negative light. Let's continue right here. For those I did, and this is in USA Today, by the way. For those identifying historical figures with racist roots who should be removed from particular view because of their evil histories, says right here, Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger must join that list. In promoting birth control, she advanced a controversial, quote, Negro project, unquote, wrote in her autobiography about speaking to the Ku Klux Klan group and advocated for a eugenics approach to breeding for the, quote, gradual suppression elimination, and eventual extinction of defective stocks. Those human weeds which threaten the blooming of the finest flowers of American civilization. Uh, I'll read that again. I'll read that again. This is the founder of Planned Parenthood. In promoting birth control, she advanced a controversial, quote, Negro project, unquote, wrote in her autobiography about speaking to the Ku Klux Klan group and advocated for a eugenics approach to breeding for the, quote, gradual suppression, elimination, and eventual extinction of defective stocks, those human weeds which threaten the blooming of the finest flowers of American civilization. Now, people who talk about this and people are giving Darwin a little bit of attention here. Darwin was similar in which people do this is not this is not dissimilar from people who say something like master race and who intentionally put people together to weed out the weaklings. And the people who are in poverty, people who don't have motivation to succeed, 
people who believe in selective breeding often are trying to manipulate with eugenics, manipulate people, uh, manipulate the people to produce what they would call non-defective stock. Non-defective uh, stock. In this situation, defective stock would be people who are de demotivated, people who don't look to achieve, people who can't dig themselves out of poverty. Pretty much doesn't matter of race, but I think her race, uh, she intended with the Negro Project to target this particular, uh, particular race of people. Now, these things right here cannot be disputed, although you might have to give it a little bit of, um, you might have to frame it properly. Maybe I'm not framing it properly. Maybe I'm leaving out context. But let's go ahead and continue a little bit more. Sanger's Planned Parenthood mission in a 1939 letter to Dr. C.J. Gamble, Sanger urged him to get over his reluctance to hire, quote, a full-time Negro physician, unquote, as the, quote, colored Negroes can get closer to their own members and more or less lay their cards on the table, which means their ignorance, superstitions, and doubt. Okay. Uh, typically what happens is, and they did this normally around the C-19, hey, the black doctor was over this. Remember they did that? Hey, the black doctor's over this. The, one of the first people who got the shot was a black person. So they will typically, as a strategy, which is very intelligent, to get you to be less mistrusting, they will put a doctor in that position. And here you have in 1939, they are playing that card. Put a black person in the position so they can get closer. And then they can get people to accept the, our mission. They say, like the termination lobby today, Sanger urged Dr. Gamble to enlist the help of spiritual leaders, aka church people, the doctor, Dr. Dr. Kings and the um Dr. Jesse Jacksons, Reverend Jesse Jacksons, and Al Sharpton. Sanger urged Dr. Gamble to enlist the help of spiritual leaders to justify their daily work, writing, quote, We do not want a word, we don't we do not word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. Sheesh. Now, I'm, I'm quoting from the news article. I don't know if she said these things, but the news article, this is USA Today, before the USA Today went a little bit more progressive, they put this article out. I didn't put the article out. And a lot of times I get censored for just repeating things that news agencies or people have put on YouTube. I get censored for it. I'm only putting a YouTube video out. Okay. I didn't make it. And that spirit of racism continues today as more than 300 former and current employees of Planned Parenthood said recently in an open letter noting a toxic environment. Quote, Planned Parenthood was founded by a racist white woman. This is quoting. I'm quoting. That is in part of the history that can't be changed. They observe writing that the pattern of, quote, systemic racism, pay inequity, and lack of upper mobility for black staff continues. So some people in the, some black staff members um, talked about this. Here it is right here. The vast majority of termination vendors have set up shop in minority neighborhoods, which can be seen in the scarce statistics available at the Center of Disease Control and Prevention. Though 
They only are, wait, though they are only 13% of the female population, African-Americans make up 38% of all terminations tracked in 2016. And then they talk about Roe versus Wade in 1970 when the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade decision legalized terminations. Polls show that blacks were, quote, significantly less likely to favor terminations than whites. There's actually a video of I played of a lady speaking on this, and I should have pulled it up, but I can't. I don't know if I can find it. And she was saying back then we didn't ask for this. There was an old lady back in the 6, 6, 70s, and it was an old black woman. I can't remember. I wish I would have pulled this up. And I played it before. And she said, we didn't ask for this. We asked for this and you gave us that. Somebody, if you have that video, please reference it to me. Yet in New York, more black babies are terminated than born alive each year. And the uh, uh, termination industry think tank, the Guttermacher Institute notes that the termination rate for black women is almost five times than that of white women. It was seen that Sanger's vision of ending black lives have come to pass, though to be accurate. She also endorsed ending Chinese pre-born life as well. Mm. <laughs> My goodness. But consider Sanger's own word in the article title, quote, title, quote a better race through birth control. She wrote, she wrote, quote, given birth control, the unfit will voluntarily eliminate their own kind. Am I tripping? Birth control does not mean contracept contra contraception indiscriminately practiced. It means the release and civilized. Wait, the, the, it means there's sorry. It means the release and cultivation of better elements in our society. This is Sanger who wrote this. Hi, yeah, yeah. There's, there she is here. Now, where's the tie-in on this one? And here, Planned Parenthood in New York disavows Margaret Sanger over eugenics. Okay, she's a she's an icon in the feminist department, reproductive rights pioneer. All right, supported a discredited belief in improving the human race through selective breeding. Oh, man, this is very difficult uh, to read. Now, let's talk about current times. And uh, you, this is just information. This is just information. I'm just giving you information here. Again, uh, my position on the topic is I'm somewhere in the middle. Honestly, I'm not one side or the other. I, if I think of it morally, I'm on one side. Then I start thinking what's right. Uh, it's, it's a mixed bag. It says right here, Secretary Clinton stands by her praise of eugenicist Margaret Sanger. Last month, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton accepted the Planned Parenthood's Margaret Sanger Award, named after the founder of the American Birth Control League, which changed its name to Planned Parenthood in the 1940s. In her remarks, Clinton singled out the namesake of the award for praise. Now, this is, quote, now I have to tell you this is, wait, I'm sorry, this is quoting Hillary Clinton here. Now, I have to tell you that it was a great privilege when I told you 
that I would when I was told that I would receive this award. I admire Margaret Sanger enormously. Her courage, her tenacity, her vision. And when I think about what she did all those years in Brooklyn, all those years ago in Brooklyn, taking on archetypes, taking on attitudes and accusations flowing from all directions, I am really in awe of her. This is just a quote. She lamented that Margaret Sanger's work here in the United States and certainly around the globe. Wait, I'm going to say this again. She lamented that, quote, Margaret Sanger's work here in the United States and certainly across our globe is not done. Right here. And uh, I can go on here and there going forward. And they explain a whole bunch of stuff right in here. All right. So that you can go ahead and digest this message. I'll leave a link in the description box, potentially, but you can look it up yourself on this one, on this one. So with that being said, with that being said, this makes the issue that much complicated. Because if you support something over here, it might make it hard to support something over here. If you're looking at it from a one-dimensional position of, yes, we have to protect female rights, that's one position. But can you open up the conversation over here? Certainly the Supreme Court has brought it up. So if the Supreme Court brings it up, it's part of the conversation. Or do we just dismiss this part of the conversation? Do we dismiss this part of the conversation and say it has nothing to do with it? That's how complicated it is. This is why it's tough for people to make a decision on this one. But going forward, going forward here, I am just here providing you with information. All right. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I, that's all I'm doing. And a lot of other people are behind this and it is funded. Let me just go ahead and try to seem up, bring something up. It is funded by uh, many times. Let me see here. Depending on which offices it is, uh, this is here right here. Uh, the Parenthood is a nonprofit organization that provides, we all know what it does here. Uh, it was uh, Margaret Sanger opened the first clinic in 19 and 16. And she also founded the, yeah, they, she changed the name. We're going to talk about how much uh, funding goes in. It says right here. It's the largest single provider of reproductive health services, including terminations in the United States. And their 2014 annual report, it was reported seeing over 2.5 million patients and over 4 million and over 4 minute million clinical visits and performing a total of nearly 9.5 million discrete services, including 300,000 terminations, okay? It can, its combined annual revenue is 1.3 billion, including approximately 530 million in government funding, such as Medicaid reimbursements. Okay, uh, so the government provides $530 million annually, and I'm sure depending on what, who's in the office, um, it could be more or less. And then if the government is funding it, that means it comes from the taxpayer's money as well because the government doesn't generate money. They spend money. So where did the $530 million come from? It came from the taxpayer. So again, then the taxpayer pays for these, contributes to these things. And this is why it's a complicated issue. If you're a taxpayer, you certainly do have a right to say where the money is spent based on your position on a topic. 
Doesn't mean you're anti-woman. Doesn't mean you're anti-termination. It just means you want a little bit more information before you make an opinion. And when you form the opinion, unfortunately, some people have to be hurt by this. Now, later on in the show, after I do these super chats and all of the stuff and read the PayPal's, I'll give you the other side of the argument, if you will. I'll give you the other side of the argument, which makes the issue complicated. But it shows that the pendulum is, is swinging and how significant we're going to be going in the opposite direction in the next 20 to 30, if not 40 years. And uh, unfortunately, I think a lot of women are going to be pissed off about this. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Do I sing a song right now? Y'all want me to sing? You want me to tap dance and shuffle? What do you want me to do? Because this, I can do that for you. We can play games or we can tell you the information going forward. All right. So um, who believes that none of that stuff that I just talked about mattered in the forming of, a, of an opinion? Let's go ahead and put a poll up. Let's go ahead and pull a poll up poll up because we want to be honest because there's some people who think that I'm going to be a certain position because, oh, I don't like women and I, and none of this matters. Let's go ahead and put that up. None of that matters, coach. All right. Yes or no. If you agree, agree with that statement. Disagree with that statement. <laughs> so if you disagree and you it matters, you would press I disagree. I'll quote it here. That might be a confusing question. That might, that might be a confusing question here. All right. See, it's going to be confusing. So I'm going to have to rephrase that. I'm going to take that one down. I'm going to take it down. I'm going to have to rephrase it because it's a confusing question. Because then you'll say, um, then you'll say, yeah, because people are going to get a disagreement. You're going to you're gonna not understand it. You're confused. Uh, this is how they test you, by the way. Ask you confusing ass questions. Because then I'm saying a good question. You're going to say, oh, I agree. Oh, actually, you disagree. But many people are going to say none of that matters. It's untrue. It's not true. I think if, I mean, you know, many people will take that position and say it only matters about women's reproductive rights. And then everything else doesn't matter. There's some people that are going to believe that way. All right, let's get to these cash apps. Thank you. Hey, um, support on the cash app. No more or Patreon or, um, or on locals. This is how we're doing it today going forward. Uh, let's see here. Shout out to, we're going to call you MD, Mr. Davis. He says, thanks for, uh, you've been a great help to me. Thanks. Thank you, sir. I've been, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying, man. Uh, somebody says for hot girl summer being canceled. <laughs> mm. Hey, is hot girl summer canceled? That's what I want to know. Uh, because in this situation, if, uh, you know, right now, the states right now, if they strike this down, which is going to take a couple months, especially with elite, it's going to, you know, reform. People are going to have to deliberate just a little bit more and realize the impact of their decision. These Supreme Court justices, if this happens immediately, it triggers states rights. And then half of the states automatically are against this termination. So people know this. Are people going to have to move all over the country? I hope people are not going to go back alley with this because then that's another concern. We'll talk about that 
on the other side of the conversation. Shout out to um, Brian Horsley on the Cash App. Thank you again for being here, man. Thank you again for being here. Uh, Dwight Date. Well, hold up for a second. He says, the dictator just wants to support free agent for life. Shout out to you. The dictator is in the building. Who else is in here? Adrian Paul. This is to distract the masses. Misdirection. This is a misdirection. What are we distracted, uh, Adrian? What are we, um, what are they distracting us from? I, I understand your position. I'd like to know what they're really distracting us from. Now I can kind of assume, but let us know. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, we're going to call you E to the O. He says, who broke YouTube? Oh, my goodness. It's broken over here. What a what a disaster. Shout out to somebody says, thank you for being you, coach. That is from Mr. Williams. Thank you, Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams. Somebody sent me Bitcoin on the cash app. He says, I told you I'm sending Bitcoin from now on. Shout out to you. I got money. All right, I'm going to get to these uh, particular distractions here. I like what you're talking about here. Uh, who is this here? He says they can't keep the real down. Oh, they can't keep the real down. That's from Mr. Massey and Massa. Mr. Let me see here. Shout out to Constantine. He says, thank you for all that you do. We're presenting a side of the argument that many men have, and they just want their voice to be heard. That's all we want. We say, what about this? What about that? And we bring this to the conversation. If you just limit it and say, well, it's only about this, well, then that doesn't help the rest of society. That only helps you. What about the rest of us? Who's over here? Mr. Gonzalez. Justin says nothing, but he sends a cash app. Don Papo, I got you already. So we're going to go back up and then get to the PayPal messages because I can't see them. I got to go ahead and um, sign in. Who else is in here? Newski. Shout out to you on the cash app. You said nothing, but you dropped some coin. You dropped some coinage. I will continue to support you, CGA. This is from the homeboy, Mr. Galagos. 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Where are we at here? Mr. Williams for uh, the scientific agenda to exterminate blacks. <laughs> Documentary. Um Anybody who wants to remove that from the conversation when the it's disproportionately affecting the hood or the community, I mean, you can't remove that from the conversation. You have to bring that up and say, what else could we do here, right? Do men have to just put on Jimmy hats? Do we leave it up to the, do we blame the men or the women? Do we just blame the men? Do we just blame the women? We'll talk about it. Mr. Ross, don't stop grinding, coach. Mr. Ross, thank you for being here again and again. Countryman Frankie says, yeah, man. Yeah, man, we're shuffling over here. Who else? <laughs> Somebody says this hot girl summer canceled. They may have to think about it, depending on what they do, uh, what state they're in. They may have to think about that. MGTOW Gamer, appreciate you. He says, uh, this is a donation uh, for the Junior College Textbook Fund and a request for the hit it or quit it segment. Here's a list of ladies for the hit it or quit it. I'm going to screenshot that. And uh, maybe later on in today's episode, we will do a updated. Vans. I wish I could send more, but you know how it is. My channel got deleted for doing content and I had to go over to Twitter to get it back. Oh, he says someone that could help 
is this one. Use my government name. I have nothing to lose. <laughs> All right, goodness. That's Avery Vans over there. Uh, by the way, Avery Vans is the one who does the time stamping on the channel here. Shout out to Avery. Uh, I'll get over there on Twitter to see what's up. I'll pander to the people over on Twitter. Run Forest Run is back in here showing support on PayPal. Thank you, man, for being here. YouTube trying to catch Coach slipping. Uh, but Coach be slipping faster than Michael Jackson over here, man. We Listen, I already anticipate how people are going to do me. So I live my life accordingly. Accordingly, uh, this is Rockaway Rob in New York City for the free Coach Adams fun in here. Shout out to Gallegos over there. Shout out to Gallegos. Gallegos. Sorry for my 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 Latino brothers. Trash tube. Did I get you from yesterday? Is this from yesterday? He says trash tube can't stop your money, Coach. As long as we got PayPal and Cash App, I think they lose out. On that one, I think I caught up to everybody. Yes, I did. And uh, let me do one more cash app. All right. And then we'll continue with the other side of the argument here. Shout out to our. Our Espinal over on Patreon. He became a $50 member over on Patreon. Last couple. Mr. Reed just showing support on the cash app. Thank you, man. You see how I'll be looking at my phone. All right. And Michelle A. All right. Shout out to Michelle A. It's Michelle. She says, watching since 2019, September. Keep it up, coach. Shout out to Michelle over there. Thank you, Michelle. Mr. Davis says, support for all you do, coach. Shout out to Ricardo Davis. You didn't say not to say your government name. The Real Fit Style says they can't keep you down, coach. As they can see, they're finding out. They'll find another way. And then Newski drops another five on it. He got five on it. Shout out to you and Mr. Gallegos over there. <laughs> Gallegos. All right. Let's talk about the other side of the opinion here because we're going to have it. We're going to have you guys give it. I'm going to try to play both sides of the fence. I don't want to shame people in not doing this. I don't want to seem like it's completely one-sided and say, you shouldn't be able to do this. So what are their opinions? They're saying women's reproductive rights. Okay. They're saying they should be able to have the right to choose and it should be legalized by the constitution. They should be able to choose by the constitution legalizing this. But now you're saying the constitution or the people who protect the constitution, which is the Supreme court's job. They're saying this is not our business. This goes back to the people who you put into office to make those decisions for you. So in essence, you make the decision, not us. That's basically what they're saying. They're not taking away anything. They're giving you an option. And that option is to vote the people in that you think are going to do your bidding. So that's what people have to understand. They're not taking away any rights. But people are saying they're taking away our rights. Then they're also saying the man has no reproductive rights, which is going to be problematic to the argument. What about my rights? That's 50% of my DNA. Do I have any reproductive rights? They're going to say no because the child is in my body. This is a complicated argument. What I put the child into your body, yes or no? Well, it was disposed of because you handle it irresponsibly by putting the seed into my body. Do you see how complicated this can get? 
but you chose to let me put the seed into your body. What are we doing? This is going to be crazy. Now, guys, you know that if you let seed out of your body, it is equivalent to throwing it away. So if you don't protect your seed, this is the complicated conversation that we can get into. So if you put your seed outside of your body, it is now considered trash in which someone can do whatever they want with it. This is why Drake wanted to put hot, hot sauce in the condom. Soon as it leaves your body, it's considered disposed of. And one man's trash is another man's treasure. Or in this case, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. She can take that seed and do as she wishes, but that doesn't leave you not accountable. You then have to support that child financially or be in that child's life. So in that case, you do have to protect your seed. If you don't want to be in these situations, it is your up to you to protect your seed and protect your meat, money, energy, attention, and time. So I understand the argument of the women. Hey, you didn't wrap it up. You put it in me. I'm not accountable. I'm not responsible for it. You're responsible for it. And such as such, even though you're responsible, you have no decision-making processes on this one. That can get complicated, ladies. <laughs> that can be very complicated. How is it now that I'm responsible, but I have no input in it? That can be kind of sticky. But this is an argument that they support. They're also supporting the right to do it whether it's illegal or not, right? Well, we're just going to do it anyway. Just the same as a gun owner is going to say, hey, I don't care about uh, a state's right to purchase firearms. We're going to do it anyway. So they're going to do it whether it's safe or not, or they're going to go to Mexico, or just like they're going to Dominican Republic for BBLs, they're going to just go somewhere else to get it done, potentially putting themselves at harm, and then we got to protect them if they do put themselves at harm. This is a very complicated situation. Very complicated situation. If you look at it from the position of we don't care about the Margaret Sanger philosophy, we're going to do it. Well, what does that put you in in your so-called black love and keeping the black community together and building and all of that? Where does that put you? I got a complicated question about that. Where does that put you? If you literally are saying we need to keep the community out together, but 38% of the people who are running over there are the people that you're trying to get the black love for and keep it. Where does that put you? Another question is um, that they're going to say another position that they're going to say is, um, and this is how far it's gone, which I think then further muddies the water. Well, we can do it all the way up until X amount of weeks, months, or even after the baby is born. So this is where it really gets muddy. After the baby is born, 10 days after the baby is born, 10 months after the baby is born, 10 months after the uh, nine months after the baby's conceived up until the week before uh, the, the labor. Now it gets really complicated because then you're going to ask, what is it considered a right time? If we're saying you're in charge of the, all the reproductive laws and we don't have any input, then they start taking it very much to the extreme, right? Now they're saying, uh, there's literally, there's literally people that say 10 months after the child is born. If you think I'm lying, I'll pull it up. If I'm not right, let me see here. Oh, here it is right here. Oh, wait. Baby is born. 
Let me see if I can pull that up. Um, here it is. Here I've heard it. I don't know if there's a bill. Not ten months. Let's see if it's in ten days. This one says twenty eight days after birth, and there, there's no people saying that this is not. Uh, they're they're fact checking it here. Oh, here it is. Up to nine months in in the weeks after. So maybe 10 weeks after one or two weeks and so forth and so on. I mean, then it gets a muddy conversation and maybe the opposite side is pulling this, putting this out there to scare people. That could happen too. California bill to end coroner investigation on lost pregnancy. No, California, this is the fact checkers. I'll click on it. Here it is here. A bill that would abolish the requirement to coroners investigate stillbirth past 11 to 3, late Tuesday, while hundreds of anti-termination activists protest against the uh, proposed change on the Capitol steps. It says, under current law, all fetal deaths at or after 20 weeks, with the exceptions of terminations, are uh, treated as unattended deaths in California. All right, so they're talking about, uh, okay, interesting, interesting stuff. Their deaths after 20 weeks are called stillborn. Before 20 weeks, they are referred to as miscarriages. I mean, it's a very muddy conversation. But what say you? Again, I'm not picking a side here. Like I said, to me, it's 100%. I think it's, I think it's, we have to have the responsibility. We have to know the history. Potentially, that might affect if you do with this or not. But for the men that I speak to, the men that I speak to, I say, protect your seed and you won't get into this situation. Protect your seed and you won't get into the situation. I also want to look up the 20 something states that would trigger states that will ban termination. Let's go ahead and look those up. So this is they're calling it a trigger law. 13 states have passed so-called trigger laws. And they're ahead of the game, so they're already prepared to ban it as soon as it's overturned, which we already know that it's probably going to be overturned. So let's look at the 13 states. So this might affect you. Men, this is information for you. Women already know this information. All right, so uh, let's see here. Oh, this also includes one more thing I want to talk about. When you talk about things planned, you know, we talk about women plan things before they happen meaning they plan a divorce at the wedding. Uh, they might say, they're, they're not saying, I'm going to divorce him on this date. They're saying, if these things happen, I'll just divorce him. Same thing with pregnancy. You might think a woman is down for you and want to have your kid. You get no She gets knocked up, and all of a sudden she says, no, you know, I'm not going to go for it. I'm going to focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. With that being said, just understand, they know these things well before it happens. So you might think, no, nah, she's not like that. But then it happens to you. And then you find out you don't have any reproductive rights. And she marches her way down there. And you try to stop her. And they call you misogynist. And you say, what about my reproductive rights? And they don't care. Um, they already know the situation well before it happens. Many of them have already been in the situation before, it ha uh, before you happen. So just understand that. Don't think it's a surprise when this occurs. Um, just like if she gets knocked up and she keeps the baby. Oh, I'm going to keep the baby. She already decided she was going to keep the baby and put you on child support way before you knocked her up. Here it is right here. States include Michigan, Wisconsin. Well, Detroit and Milwaukee are in trouble. West Virginia, 
They have termination restrictions before Roe ruling that have never been removed. Others have approved near total bans or laws prohibiting termination of after certain numbers of weeks, but many of them have been blocked by courts, including Alabama, Georgia, Iowa, Ohio, and South Carolina. When is this article put out? This is as of yesterday. Legislators in 13 states have passed so-called trigger laws, and those states are Arkansas, Idaho. You guys can see this here. Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri. So the slave states got it locked down. North Dakota, Choklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Wyoming. All right, there you go right there. Somebody says baby boomer era era coming back. So those are the states there. If you live outside of those states, potentially, it may not be a problem for you for now. So if you're in California, New York, I think District of Columbia would be one that's left out. Florida, Florida is not on this list. You definitely have a different demographic in Florida, although it does skew conservative on this issue. I think it would skew um what you would call liberal. I think because Miami's there and a lot more people are a little bit more liberal in Florida, although it does skew conservative. In my in my opinion, you don't know where it's going to go. Other states that I didn't see off the top of my head, I, I didn't see Illinois. That's definitely going to be a place that they're going to uh, skew liberal. Washington was definitely skew liberal as well as Oregon. I didn't see Arizona which is a mixed bag because you do have a lot of people that come and go. Nevada is as well. A lot of people come and go, and one day it'll be conservative. The next day it'll be liberal. Who else didn't I see? Basically the Confederacy. (laughs) Minnesota is going to skew liberal, so it's not a matter of – it's going to – Minnesota probably would not put up any blockage. Uh, uh, Portland, Oregon, we already know where that's going to go. They'll have the reproductive rights. So, yeah, man, very complicated situation. New York City, yeah. New York City, we already know that's going to be an open place for you. So, again, this is the point of now where it puts it into your hands. If you think this is not the way to go, you can vote the people in that are going to protect that. Now, people also know, and I'm going to go on to the rest of the cash apps. People also know that in this midterm election, a lot of people are going to lose their house seats and particularly their Senate seats, which going to put things a little bit more conservative. So your votes are going to happen here in the next coming election. If it does skew conservative, or what they call a red wave, by the time you guys go to vote on this in another year or two, maybe four, they're not going to get what they want. Timing is everything. Mm. Timing is everything. So now you have a more conservative House, a more conservative Senate. Many of the senators in the House of Representatives going to be more conservative. And then once they push these bills forward, and guys, you know they're prepared, it is going to be in favor of preventing it or making it illegal. This is very critical going on. So let's get to the rest of the Super Chats and support. I thought this was a great dialogue. I didn't take no sides. Everybody think I would have taken a side on this one. But my side is this, the pendulum swinging. 
And I want you to notice this as a prediction. The, the pendulum of what has happened over the last 50 years from the 1970s, even the 1960s, that pendulum is going to swing. And that was basically due to several things. Donald Trump's presidency is going to impact us for 50 years, if not 100, based on the three Supreme Court justices that he put in during his term. All right, that's going to affect it for a century at least because these are permanent seats. Not only that, Biden's election is going to uh, uh, potentially affect it, but maybe not as much because timing, he's only got in two, if I'm not mistaken. He's got in, did he get in one or two? He got in one. He potentially can get in two. If I'm not mistaken, I think he got in, uh, I think he did one. I think he got two. Did Biden get two or one? Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking it's, oh, it's just one. It's just this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just one, uh, Mrs. Jackson. Supreme Court Justice Jackson. I don't know when she takes in. I don't know when she takes over. So if he only gets in one, he loses this election, and it somehow swings back to a conservative candidate, maybe Trump, maybe um, our, our the guy in Florida. <laughs> Why is his name slipping my mind? If he gets in and then they replace, uh, who's the next one potentially going to be replaced? A Supreme Court justice that might be on their last leg. If he puts in one, it's going to be a mess. And that's going to swing the pendulum back for the next 50 to 100 years on feminism. You're going to probably see father's rights. You're probably a little bit more. You're going to potentially see mandatory DNA testing. You're going to see the need to increase the birth rate. You're going to need to see, you're going to see uh, the people who are on the opposite side of this being pissed off. I mean, it's going to be a hard thing and it's going to affect, oh, Clarence Thomas. Yes, Clarence Thomas, DeSantis, oh, sorry, DeSantis could be president. And then Clarence Thomas is going to be on the outs and he's possibly waiting to see if DeSantis or Trump gets into the office before he goes on the outski, all right, before he bails. Um, and people are hoping that he has some health issues as well. Remember, he had some health issues last year. He had a health scare, and people who were on the opposite side of Clarence Thomas, they was like this. they like, yeah, get on out of there, because if Biden does not get reelected and they put a Republican in, then Clarence Thomas bows out as they wanted Ruth Bader Ginsburg to bow out during Clinton's presidency. If there's a Republican candidate and Clarence Thomas timely bows out, they put in another Republican Supreme Court justice, and it's a Rapsky. All right, it's a Rapsky for another 50 years. It's a mess. What, what a thing here. Who didn't know this information? This is all important details. But Clarence Thomas has got to survive two years, and they're already throwing dirt on his name. They're already got Clarence Thomas' wife out here looking like uh, she's from Germany. <laughs> all right they got her out here embarrassing her ass left and right all right let's get to these supports what a great conversation that we're having today all right this is an open dialogue but it is my opinion uh let's see here t carruthers he says we still here thank you for the support we still here we still here who else is in here mr thomas says free ga the notorious cga in here Thank you, brother. Who is that? That's Brian Tom Thompson. Brian Thompson in the building. Mr. Drizzy Dre 
it's not just about rights. It's about maintaining population. I agree 100%. And now that's where my part of the debate skews to. I think, number one, if you look at Southern states, they tend to skew conservative already. However, they're looking at their population and their demographics that people who support them are dwindling. It's the same as if a church population starts to dwindle and there's less married people, there's less people having kids in church. What do you think the church pastor is going to say? We need to have some babies. Y'all need to start getting married. They're going to start grabbing single people. You marry them, you marry them, you marry them. Selective breeding, you be good with them, you be good with them, and then have babies. Why? That keeps the church population going and it keeps the church going. It basically secures the pastor's job. This is what's happening, I think, in the southern states. People are calling them against women. I don't think so. I look at the politicians that are trying to keep this going. Is They're saying our people have to have more babies. If they don't and we keep going progressively, then that means less supporters for me. And that means then the more immigrants that come in, the more people that are tend to vote liberal and have babies out of wedlock, those people will continue to vote Democratic and we're going to lose favor. We're going to lose favor. We're going to lose out in what we have here in our conservative land. We're no longer going to have a conservative state. So this is what I think it's about. But now the problem with that is now you got other problems by saying people got to have the babies. Now we got family court impacted. Now we got child support. So for you guys that are saying, nah, man, we need to prevent them from doing that. Well, the opposite side of that is more child support, more broken homes, more babies born into poverty, more welfare, more, just right down the line. Because that's what's going to happen if you force people to have babies or at least tell them that they can't have them. Now you got the whole, we need to protect father's rights. Well, yeah, more crime, more taxpayer impact, more ruined inner cities. <laughs> now it's a mess. Uh, this is the problem with the argument. Somebody says both sides are dark. I agree. I think it's almost a no win. It's one of those situations where you'd be like, shouldn't cooler heads prevail? Shouldn't we have an easy decision? It's not that easy. I don't think it's that easy, to be honest with you. Uh, let's see here. David says, uh, respect for the truth. This is what we deliver here. Respect for the truth. Somebody says, coach, we can give fathers custody and do away with child support. That's from Sean. Um, and then how does the father support the children? All right. Um, I Listen, I've been a full-time father and I've been a part-time father. And it's difficult. And the only way I was really able to do it is because I was, uh, I, I control my own schedule per se. But if I had a nine to five job, I wouldn't have been able to be a part-time father, not even a part-time father. It would have been extremely difficult for me to do what I needed to do to get the little bit of respect that I got, the little bit of respect that I got for doing what I needed to do for my kids. People despise the fact that fathers can do well for their kids. Even though they're saying fathers need to do well for their kids, you will have people opposed to what I did for my kids or discredit what I did for my kids. It's a tough situation. So if you do give custody to the fathers, I mean, essentially the father could pay for daycare. 
But now I have that conversation. Now you're removing the relationship with the mother just because very complicated, man. Very complicated. I get it on both sides. Um, For crushing it, coach. That's my boy, Tony A on the building. Tony A for crushing it, coach. We're going to call him my man, uh, Booker T. Booker T, five time, five time, five time. Not even five time, 10 time. He said, shout me out, coach, as Booker T. Five time, five time, five time, five time, five time. Maybe that was six. BT sent me some Bitcoin over on the Cash App. Shout out to BT. It's, it expires if not accepted. So I better get over there and get my $5. Who else is in here? Mr. Morgan, Eugene on the PayPal. And he doesn't say a damn thing. Did he not say nothing? Man, you better say something. Can you dig it, sucker? He says, thanks for training me in the process in regards to women. There are times where uh, when being alone can cause me to forget to stay on my purpose and have fun. That's from Mr. Norris on the PayPal. Yes, sir, man. Uh, guys, I think um, people do. We can talk about that. Somebody says, where's my super chat? Mr. Massey? I got you, brother, didn't I, on the Cash App, Mr. Massey? I did, because I called you Massa. I said something like that, right? Remember that? So I said something about Massa when I read yours. I know it's a little bit clouded, but I said something about Mr. Massey or Massa. So that's kind of how I shouted you out over there. Let's see here. Let me make sure I got it. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, it, it it all it all left my damn phone. Mr. Massa. Mr. Massey, Mr. Massa. One thing about you guys being alone. One thing you guys can be alone is you forget the hell that you go through dealing with relationships. So when you're alone and you be like, I want to be alone with you. And there's no one else I have to do. You only remember the good things that happen in relationships. So you remember the cuddling. You remember the fornication. You remember the touching. You remember the anticipation. You remember all of those things. But what you forget is the turmoil. You forget the drama. You forget sometimes how talkative some people can get. You forget the times where your time is interrupted. Right? So you're always on her time. You forget the long weekends. When you're first in a relationship, the long weekends are fantastic. When you're somewhere in the middle of the relationship and everywhere you go, she goes, it can be a little, uh, it can be a little bit um, soul crushing. You got to take her everywhere you want to go. She want to go shopping. You got to go to the mall with her to go shopping. You got to do the right thing as a man and buy gifts for her. You forget about your peace. You forget about the quiet times. You forget about on Saturday, you used to be able to sit in your recliner and chill and watch TV and let the breeze come through the screen door and you watch college football all day. You forget about that. Now, when you're doing it, you feel lonely and you want a little bit of company. But when you get into a relationship, you can't sit there and watch two or three games of college football with your hands in your pants like Al Bundy, letting the breeze come through, scrolling Instagram, scrolling Tinder and Bumble in private. You forget about that. Mm. 
And then when it goes and you're in a relationship, all you want is one weekend where you can sit in your recliner with your hands gripping your balls, all right? And you got a popcorn, piece of popcorn, bowl of popcorn over here, and you got a brewski over here, and it's quiet. You forget about that. You forget about, mm, let me pick that guitar right there. Let me grab that guitar and strum a little bit of these strings. You forget about that because the next time you pick up your guitar, why are you picking that damn guitar? I'm trying to take a nap. <laughs> you forget about jumping on Prawn Hub real quick to run one out and come back to your chair and fall asleep. As you looking out the window, and you see that fine piece of tail go down, and you just watch her walking down the street, walking down the street, watching ladies go by, watching you. You just watching, watching you, dun, dun, uh, watching you, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, left, 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 right, left." You'd be looking at them cheeks, left, 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 right, left. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, let me go run some game on her. Nah, forget it. Let me just go ahead and rub that out. You catch you a quick nap and you wake up. And that little bit of fog, you sitting there like, woo, and a little bit of fog, you like, man, this is fantastic. All right. And then you get to just watch the game chilling with a beer. Or you could just call over a sweetie. Hey, come over real quick. And then you send her home. Bye-bye. Nah, she there every day. She there all the time. And when you sit your ass in that recliner and you grab the remote and you put on the game, she's going to say, oh, you got some free time? And you're like, hell no, I ain't got no free time. She's like, it looks like you're not doing anything. What do you mean I'm not doing something? I'm sitting here chilling and watching the game. She's like, nope. Oh, no, we got to go to the festival, the fair, the farmer's market. We got to go to the family activity. You got to entertain me. What are we going to do this weekend? Are we just going to sit here like we did last weekend? Or are we going to go do something? My feet are getting cold. We got to go do something. Well, what do you mean we got to do something? We got to go to an event. We got to go to the Hollywood Bowl. We got to go to a concert. We got to go to a trip. We got to go to a stagecoach. We got to do this. We got to do that. We got to go to the grocery store. We got to go catch the sale, the white sale. We got to go out there and go to Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> all right. Wouldn't it be great if we went around and we did nothing all day and we just walked around and we went from store to store, bouncing in and out. We went to the corporate strip. What if we did that? What if we went to lunch? What if we went to dinner? What if we went to wine tasting? What if we kicked it with my best friend? What if we went to Sunday brunch? What if we went to church? What if we had a baby? <laughs> Don't you want a baby? Bruh, hell no. Bruh. See, this is what you forget. So while you're lonely, you want that company. But I'm going to tell you, you only want it temporarily. You don't want it. You want it for a few weeks. And after a few weeks, you're going to wish you didn't commit to a relationship. You're going to wish you stayed single. We're going out this weekend. What about the club? What about my friend's birthday? What about my other friend's birthday? We're going to go to that birthday party. Why don't you hang out with your friends? I'm going to the club. You stay home. <laughs> For about three weeks, you want a girl. I need a girl who's mine, all mine. I need a girl in my life. 
and then you get that girl and then you like shit i wish i would have stayed single mm. not only that what about all the arguing you're going to get into cuz you're going to argue what about the disagreements i cannot believe you think that what about the fact that you want to watch youtube Remember when you used to watch YouTube when you were single? You used to sit up there and then just pop on the YouTube video that you want, not when you're in a relationship. You used to watch you used to watch me, then you watch the next YouTube content creator, then the next YouTube content creator. You'll sit up there, watch three, four hours of YouTube. Not when you're in a relationship, you're not. That's coming to an end. You think you're about to sit there and quiet for an hour and a half, two hours watching Coach Greg Adams with her listening? What is that old ball-headed old dirty grandpa talking about now? Who hurt that dirty old grandpa? Who hurt that ball-headed old short, ugly old chocolate-skinned old nasty old man? <laughs> Who you watching? Who the hell is that? They ain't gonna let you do it. Then she be on the back end reporting my videos. Why are you watching him? He's just out there being hurt. So... I know you're alone. Yeah, Mr. Look at that old potato head ass. No ears showing, balding old man thinking he getting young woman. All right, no more, no more live stream. What you watching? She all over your phone. You ever break your phone out and you see her looking at your phone? Nah, man. People have to understand when you're alone, you're literally going to put yourself on the opposite. You're going to be not alone ever again. You're going to be not alone ever again if you get into a relationship. Oh, I got a little bit of work to do. I'm going to run to the office. Nope. Ladies always trying to get you not to work. When you're in a relationship with them or you're in a situationship, you know, life's not all about work. You got to have a little bit of fun. You got to relax. No, I don't. Because the minute I do that and I can't pay these bills, guess what you're going to do? She gone. Remember, lighten up. You know, don't stress out. It's no pressure. You don't have to work. And then you look at their life. They, they living at their parents' house. They two babies in living at their parents' house. And they did a damn good, honest year's worth of work in their lives. All right? They all set back in life. Right? But they telling you to relax and chill. Uh, baby, that's not how I do things. I got to be on this grind. Because as soon as I stop the grind, I can't restart the grind. What the hell you mean? Chill out. <laughs> Come on, man. I got mouths to feed. I got plans that I want to get to. I got power to take over. I got situations I want to take over with power. Uh, ladies, I, I tell you what. The minute you tell me to not work, you're gone. You're gone. There ain't no coming back for that. Oh, you need to relax. Go have a little bit of fun. You know what I do for fun? I head to the junior college. That's my pressure valve release. That's my pressure. That's what I do for fun. And then I take my ass back to work. Come on, man. You're automatically gone. The minute you tell me to stop hustling, I don't know what to do with your ass. I'm like, are you human? 
you NPC knuckle dragger. There's no way in God's green earth I'ma stop working. There ain't no way in hell. I'm I'm because men can't just pull out that I'm gonna have fun. The minute you do that, um uh idols time is the devil's time. Somebody says women don't like when men have freedom. They don't. They automatically want to tie your ass down. It's you should you should settle down and tie that. As soon as you settle down, then they lose interest in you. No. The most interesting man in the world is the man that they don't know nothing about, all right, that they can't reach. Men, they're not interested in you when you're always reachable, always sitting up under them. They didn't look at you and go, you ain't got nothing else in your life but me. And then they lose respect for you. I got money. (laughs) Try it. Sit up under a woman for a good year and not do something. Tell her, you know, I was going to go to the office and work. But you know what? Forget all that. I'm going to sit up under you. Forget all that. I'm going to sit up under you and give you all my time every weekend. She done with you. She's going to be like, oh, my God. Don't you have somewhere to go? Don't you have some friends? Go have some. She'd be like, go have some fun. Go on a man trip. She's trying to get rid of you. But initially, that's what she wanted you to do, and you fell for it. Don't fall for that, guys. Always have something to do other than her. Uh, Can we meet today? No. I have, I'm, what are you doing? Something else. <laughs> what do you mean something else? Am I not that important to you? Well, not compared to the something else I'm going to be doing. But what are you doing? Something else. Or I'm doing none of your, none of your damn business. That's what I'm doing. I don't owe you an explanation. This is when I can see you. Tuesday, May 15th. I don't even know if that's the 15th, all right? Because the minute you say, well, I ain't doing nothing, they think that that's their time. Oh, you're doing nothing? Well, then certainly you can have me around. Nope. No, I'm doing nothing. That includes you, all right? I'm not doing you either. I just want to sit here in quiet. I just want to sit here in peace. I don't want to argue. I don't want any drama. I don't want to even hear about your drama. You know what happened today? Well, Tamika and Shaniqua, I don't care. I don't care about Tanisha and Shaniqua. I don't care about your Instagram posts. I don't care about anyone else's Instagram posts. Look at this. Let me show you this video. I'm going to show you this video. It's so funny. Watch this. Two drunk girls. Look at this. I don't care about that damn video. Would you get that damn thing out of my life? I don't care about that. I don't care about your video. I don't care about the TikToks you're watching. I only care about one or two things and that be it. And what I really want is some quiet. All right, let's get to these cash apps. We're going two hours today. Appreciate y'all. Uh, uh, Drizzy Dre, he says, uh, YouTube super chat too damn high. 30%. All right, 30%, man. And so what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to see what that 30 percent no partnership look like. They're going to be like, oh, we'll 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 get back into a partnership with you. All right. Stubbs. Stubbs. Stubbs says BK in the building. BK back in the building, man. Shout out to you. BK back in the building. Shout out to Brooklyn. He says that's from uh, Stubbs Bahamas. Is it Bahamas in the building or BK or back in the building? All right, now we got it. 
who is this? Mr. Mr. Daggett says, I pay them to leave and they still blow me up. I, damn. Isn't that the weirdest thing? It's the weirdest dynamic. So I'll, um, if you've been joining me on the member stream, we've been breaking it down, down what we call backdooring your way into a relationship. So what uh, younger women on Seeking are doing is they're trying to front like, you know, I just like to be spoiled and taken out, but I'll leave you alone if you just give me money to leave, right? And so you get into these situations and then they backdoor into a relationship. Like they treat you like you're in a relationship. They texting you um, all the time, every day checking in. I don't need you to check in. All right, the only thing I need to know is when I'm going to see you again. And that's the end of the conversation. They sending you good morning texts. They blowing you up. You break it off. How dare you? I thought you cared for me. What are you talking about here? I got money. There's no care. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I might act like you care when I'm with. I might act like I care when I'm with you. Oh, really, honey? Oh, that's so nice. Oh, gosh. You need textbooks? Girl, like you should certainly have textbooks. Yes, go ahead and pull those down. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Did she care? She's she hanging around. You out here trying to go to sleep. And she's like, um, uh, do you need anything else? Uh, no, I think we're done here. There's a tip over there if you'd like. It's a little bit of gas money. You can take that. And you can go ahead and leave. I'll I'll lock the door. <laughs> right there on there. Yes, we're we're, we're Nothing else. Uh, you can clock out. <laughs> you can clock out. Oh, go ahead and clock out. I think we're done here. And then they backdoor that into a relationship. I'm like, what is going on here? Man, no, man. There's no relationship here. I want you to know there was no feelings. <laughs> where, where do you get that there was feelings? So it gets a little bit sticky because I think what, what men have to understand is that you're probably giving them the best treatment of their lives. They go on there thinking I'm independent and I got stuff to do and I don't that. But what what you're doing is you're giving them the best. You're giving them the best case scenario, especially if you go ahead and put your knee into it. Right. You go knee deep. So sometimes they luck out and they say, well, this is actually not that bad. And I don't mind him unless you just look like a grizzly bear. They like. He's cool. He doesn't yell at me. We don't argue. He gives me a little bit of tip money uh, to leave. Um, he's nice. He takes care of my needs too. That's the best they're, they're getting. Because what they're what are they getting on the uh, other side? They're getting complications, headaches, drama from guys. They're getting men who can't afford to take them out. They're getting no money. They barely got gas money. They're getting guys who are flaky. They're dealing with... Uh, they're not getting that good of a treatment. So when they deal with you, they're getting the best treatment that they've ever gotten from a guy. Even though it's somewhat transactional, they're getting the best treatment ever. So they're going to go, I'm going to hold on to this. You're going to be my source of whatever it is that you're giving them because you're being nice to them. You're not treating them like trash. Other guys are treating them like trash, but you're not. You're like, hey, you're cool. We can maintain this school. They're getting the best treatment and then they latch on to you. You got to watch out. Generation Z 
They think these are relationships. It's a sad thing. It's a sad, sad thing. When they're dealing with Chads and Tyrones, they're getting completely disrespected. And not only that, here's another thing. They can be who they want to be with you. They can be who they want to be with you. Meaning if she's a freak, you're not going to judge her. You're not going to run to Instagram and tell your friends. You're not going to go to the locker room and tell your friends, oh, I had this freak. You're not going to embarrass her. You're not going to ruin her reputation. So she can come in there and say, hey, I'm a swinger. Hey, I have an open relationship. Hey, I like for you to do this. Hey, I like for you to tie me up. Hey, I like for you to drop an elbow on me. Hey, I like to do this to you. I like to do that. And you're not going to judge her. So she can be who she want to be. Now, as soon as you give her that and you remove it, now she got to go back out there. In these streets. And then she latches on to you because they can't help it. This is how they're designed. So it gets a little bit weird. And not only that, they're also getting hundreds of messages from other men that want them to do crazy things, right? They want them to get in the prawn and they got some crazy fetish and they got dudes that are just wanting to pimp them and they got guys that are just trying to want to just pump and dump them real quick and they don't want to do that. And they're sitting over here going, this dude gave me Jasmine Rice. He was completely respectful. He gave me a little bit of gas money and he let me be my inner freak. This guy's perfect. <laughs> I want him. And then you're not even given the emotional side, which you're kind of being distanced and cold. They're like, this guy's fantastic. It's one of the weirdest dynamics in the world. But again, the pendulum's going to swing in this favor. It is one of the most, this is what people don't get. And I don't want to hear from guys that are saying younger women don't want older men. You got to be kind of so some of the most delusional men out there. They're doing this on the low, whether you like it or not. Not all of them, not all of them, but enough of them are. Okay, because I got your girl. As they say, Jody got your girl. Coach got your girl. Coach definitely got some of your classmates at the college. Coach definitely got some of the girls that you work retail or uh, at. Coach got some of them girls. Yes, he yes he did. The girl you got a crush on at the retail store while y'all folding T-shirts is coming over to see me tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're trying to figure out a way to try to do what? You're trying to figure out a way to get her phone number and she's over here. I don't want to hear your bullshit. I know you're hoping that that's not true, but in this day and age, it's happening. And I don't know what to tell you. Do not come over here. These younger girls don't want you. You're out of your freaking mind. All right. I could give you the, the, the proofs in the pudding. And if you're on my members content, I'm showing you proof. You can believe what you want to believe. But when the when the clock strikes nine o'clock p.m., where's your girl at? Where's your niece at? Where's your daughter at? Where's your baby mama at? <laughs> where's the girl that you got a crush on in your college class that you're afraid to talk to? Where's the girl at the strip club at? Where's the girl at the club that you're trying to cold approach that you got a big lump in your throat? Where's she at? I guarantee you she's at a, a guy's house. Some of them are. Do not trip on me. I'm tired of that argument. It, the proof's been in the pudding. So anyway, who is this in here? Shout out to Edward Lee. Uh, Maybe I did. He says, no need for legacy. My cousin. 
my cousin's kid got my surname. <laughs> oh my goodness. I should have used not your government name, but yeah. If you want to pass your legacy on, pass it on to your cousin's kids. You cold blooded, man. You cold blooded. Who else is in here? Uh, we got discord messages. We're not going to go over those. It's, um, OG member. I'm a CGA OG member. Deadly Edley. Good to hear from you again. Yes, you are. You've been around for a long time. Lamar, uh, we're just going to call you that. I let them know constantly. We not together, chick. We're not a thing. I have them all the time. We should go do, we should go do that. I'm like, what? You're going to get some jasmine rice and some chicken skewers. That's what you're going to get. Now, there's some girls that, like, if they're really fine, I do take them out to somewhere. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be seen with this one. <laughs> All right. Because there's some that I'm like, yeah, I'll take you out. Not a big problem. But this is not a relationship. I have one, and I can't get into it on this stream, but I do it on the members. I have one that is in a really big pickle. And uh, you you just look, and then you can see what she wants me for. She wants me to kind of prove something to somebody else. You know, man, it's kind of weird. Uh, you got to constantly remind them what this is. But again, women can, they only have one setting. If you get in, if you were, if she's giving you access to her, she's going to get imprinted or connected. She can't help it. Mr. Wilder, shout out to you on the Cash App. Thank you, son. Billy Kid says, what is going on with YouTube? Zero Fallout says, uh, YouTube on some bull jive. He says, we still got you, coach. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you for the support, man. Uh, it is what it is. I can't help it, but I can continue doing what, they're, what we're doing. Yes, Oralita, it's true. You know what I mean? Girls can go out there and these amateur renegades can come out here and act like I'm going to go get my bag and I need my Birkin bag, my purse. I'm going to go shopping at South Coast and I'm going to just use these old man. Don't clap their cheeks. Do not put it on her because or or I'm going to tell you also one thing that you can do. This is in game. If you just pay attention to just minor details while you're in bed, just touch her, touch the side of her body. Slightly grazer like this, where the where the the little uh, what do you call them? The little hair bumps come up off her skin. Dudes ain't doing that. She don't want to be around that. <laughs> Dudes her age aren't doing that. They just try to copy something. Dudes her age try to copy something they saw on prom.com. Hey, do this. Hey, put your just lift this leg, and it's all awkward. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, put this leg, and then put your head down. Yeah, goosebumps. While she laying there after you done roared, just slightly touch her, just slightly touch her skin, graze your hand all the way up and down the side of her hip by her rib cage, and the goosebumps pop up. Lick they neck, they collarbone, they be. <laughs> they don't even know what to do. They're like, what is this? Because she's 22, 23, 24. She ain't never had that. She had the awkward. Now, if you just, uh, do you feel comfortable if you raise that leg? <laughs> All right, she like, this is totally awkward. It's weird. Now, you done been around the block. You give them an experience. They're like, this is fantastic. 
take out you giving them too much. They'd be like, I want to stay here. Can I spend the night? Spend the night. <laughs> you got an hour, ma'am. <laughs> he says, I'm oh, I got you already on the cash app. <laughs> Dudes, when you're older, you already know how to give them the shakes without giving them, without even trying. you like, oh, my God. <laughs> then you're giving them the whole, you know, you're giving them whole 50 shades of gray. See, the whole 50 shades of gray, you'd be like, all right, lady, you know, you got to give them comfort. We'll let they freak out. She's a freak until the day, until the dawn. you would be like, put these handcuffs on. You don't have to yell at them. you would be like, go on into that drawer right there. She opens that drawer. Wow. I've always wanted to do this. Like, go ahead and get your favorite color of handcuffs. See, y'all be trying to be too aggressive with them. Go on and get your favorite color of handcuffs. Pull those out. She pulls those out. Wow, they're furry. <laughs> oh, they got fur furry fuzz on them? Oh, you'll like those. Give me your arms. She sticks her hands out there. You can wrap it up. Then you take her arms and you put them over the bedpost. Now she can't wriggle out of there. <laughs> she feels like, oh, I got a release on this guy. Ah, oh. you touch their skin, you give her the goosebump. She <laughs> and she got her hands cupped back to the bedpost. She like, it's a she, dude. They're not getting that. You ain't even done nothing yet. You be like, ah, oh, here we go now. You don't even have to tell them to do anything. You just go ahead and say, now go ahead, right down the gullet. And she just, I'm just telling you guys, this is how you get them. You'd be like, would you like a copy of the video? You sit there all crazy like this. You're <laughs> not all crazy. You sit there all cool and laid back. You drink it from your tea. You like, and she's sitting there looking at you. You light your cigar. Yeah, man. I have big dreams for myself. I appreciate you for being here. You know, we should get together another time. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and get that envelope right off the dresser. You'll be good. She want to stay. <laughs> she like, can I stay? This is the life. This is fantastic. You got any friends? You can bring them in. We'll enjoy ourselves together. You got any friends? <laughs> but y'all be trying to hold on to them and are you talking to any other guys and are you going out to shake your booty after this one <laughs> oh my god anyway you can give him the jackhammer and all of this stuff okay oh my god I, you, you're probably texting other sugar daddies huh you probably got eight sugar daddies <laughs> just be like man i don't care what you do with your life you can do whatever you want. She's like, I'm going to a nightclub after this one. Go ahead. Have a drink on me. You're probably going to give somebody else some suck seed, too. Enjoy it. I'll have another girl over tomorrow, by the way. You can see me in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Why can't I see you next week? Anyway. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, do not. Do not. Try to uh, do not try to do too much to them. Enjoy your night. 
I'll be back here in the quiet, enjoying the cigar. <laughs> You're not going to stop me. You're not going to stop me from going. I don't care what you do on your own time. You do whatever you want. I'm not here to crowd you. Shout out to dude, but you guys trying to crowd him. All right. Uh, my man, Mr. Gill, shout out to you on the cash app. All right. That's going to be into the show, into the show in here. Maybe the next thing you do has got to be mean to them. All right. They don't respond to that. Then they start slashing your tires. They start slashing your tires. Anyway, man, shout out to you. We'll be back later. The notorious CGA is going to be out of here, brothers. Let's leave you with the girl. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.